0: episode 166 we're just hanging out on a friday night opening some random tackle talking bass fishing and just having a good time so enjoy the episode this week the hella bass bass fishing podcast is brought to you by arsenal fishing arsenal fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code hellabass 15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. Hella bass Live on a Friday night. What's going on, everybody? We are just going to hang out, talk some fishing, look at some tackle, do the things, answer questions, whatever you guys want to talk about, we're going to talk about tonight on Hallow Live. So, cheers to everybody on a Friday night that's not fishing or doing all those things. What's up, Debo? So, I don't know, where do we start? Well, a few people roll on up in here tnc Bassmaster, master dad bot angler one of my favorite handles on youtube is the dad bot angler debo checking in no life like me not fishing at home playing on youtube what's up little rich sounds good looks good says brian do some simulcast with the TikToks. I don't know if anybody's actually going to watch over there, but we'll try it. Darius, shouldn't you be out night fishing or something? It was Friday Night Too Scary on the old Kentucky. Mm. So we have this. I guess the main feature, I have no idea what's in this box. I know it says Omnia on the outside, but it's not from Omnia. So and I have no idea what's in that box. So we'll get to that in a minute. Sick kiddos that's no fun but I do got uh you know we looked at these briefly last week these little morsels from tacklecraft the uh, the hellcats but uh I feel like we need to look at them again there wasn't that many people getting their eyes on them I'm pretty excited probably got some river derbs coming up next couple weeks and I think they might have to throw me some of these little big M balsa goodness painted up by old tacklecraft. see if he'll uh make an appearance tonight he is alive i can confirm i know some of us have been worried about him but he is alive i think this is probably the color that i'll be throwing in the fall this kind of shad chartreuse a little bit of black back on the river but the one that i really like is this one here i think that's the old coleman craw from tackle there oh boy testing uh big m's wares there but uh i think that one is just mm, spicy next spring mm. i think there's sb1s coming out again i think i've caught quite a few fish on the sb1s i think i've probably got a Double dip on those TKSD, SB1s, Big M's. But, uh, yeah, the latest addiction from TackleCraft there. So. Let's see. uh, BBC said, spent an ungodly amount of money on a new clear and some paint today. Sad and happy. Ungodly amount at your age is different than ungodly amount when you get older, though. So just keep that in perspective. Big guy. Tonight's Hellabass Live presented by Arsenal Fishing and boosted, as always, by Powerhouse Lithium, which I have been upgrading the powerhouses in the uh, the Caymus. I like them so much. Added some more. So I'm pretty jazzed about that. Rusty. Long time no chat and we are doing a members only after party we're gonna do a little bass master watching live so if you guys that are members did not see that in your notifications at about 9 30 central we're gonna flip over and do the uh, members only thing hang out watch some old Bassmaster together watch party so that'll be good do we just get into it should remind you that uh we are about halfway through the month, you can still use the uh, the Omnia code, OMHB23SEP, save 15%, Arsenal code's always good. I did check, the HB10 code does work at Powerhouse Lithium, if people haven't, uh, I know old RJ said he was going to turn that off, but he didn't, so that's still working. Tom says, I'm on the lake, it's got a, almost a two and a half pounder. Better than not catching them at all. Better, uh, definitely the 35. 36 is a broomstick. That's a frog rod, flipping, punching rod. Bass assassin. I definitely would go for 3 and a half-ounce jig with the XP735. Lots, most guys in Texas say that's their favorite jig rod. Yeah, reffing, umping, but those are in shortage, so you're doing God's work, Rusty. So this weekend, I don't. I th- I'll, I might get out one morning for a little bit fishing. Um, I got to get my three sixty put back on my boat because it it's shorted out. So I need to like, well, I need to pull back off the front panel so I can put in a fuse that I didn't put in last time. So if it ever does it again, it doesn't take out my pumps and everything. And then I got to reinstall the three sixty. Probably do that tomorrow morning. Not sure if I'm going to a birthday party or not, but I would say I'm going to go out for a couple hours and just test that. But I think I'm working Monday, Tuesday, then I'm going to go practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on the Mississippi River, Prairie du Chien, and then uh, tournament Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday, the 23rd and 24th. So might probably won't get out much this week and then just dump the 316 to make sure everything's working, get it all calibrated, make sure everything's all lined up so that when I go pre-fishing for three days before the TBF national semifinals, um, is my hat on my visor on for It is. Um, uh, we'll be, uh, yeah. Debo. I, I should check the rules. Would you be interested in taking a day off work and coming hanging out in the boat? I was gonna mess. I was gonna wait till I was 15 minutes from the ramp and then text you. But uh, since you're here, uh, I'll just throw that out. <clears throat> but I've never used the older Jason Christie rods. I had a really old Falcon, I liked it just fine back in the day, but I've had one in a minute. So, Belch pound broken on the belt. That's not safe. That's three fish for a whopping two, that's an average of point eight one three colby 14 months yeah i gotta look up in the rules debo to make sure that it's legal for me to have somebody in my boat that's not in the tournament if it is i will let you know and i'm thinking about running an airbnb so if you wanted to like you know if you need a nap before you drove home because you know you know you got to take naps because you're old and you can't drive very long so you know that could work out Mm mm-hmm Watts Bar is tough. I didn't look at the... Let's look at that. I forgot to look. I saw Panger had 8 pounds. Bobby Lane was leading. I have not looked today, though. I totally forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, Kobe, 14-month anniversary. Happy Friday. Cheers to everybody. The watch party is tonight in about an hour and 15 minutes, 930 Central. We're going to do an after potty. I got. I got to see who's uh, who's leading before I make a prediction on who's going to win. I, I did not look at all today. Cheers, Brian. Anybody else enjoying a beverage, soda pop, beverage tonight? What, what do you have? And let me know in the chat. Well, it looks like Bobby Bobby Lane is not uh, leading anymore. Let's uh present the old screen here. Jump over to Fashmeister. Make myself tiny here. Williams, 44 tackle, day two lead. Belgrade Maine. That's interesting. Got himself a nice smallmouth little mixed bag here. So let's uh let's look at the leaderboard. Cathan Diet doctor, you... I'm out of Doctor Pe- Diet Doctor Pepper, otherwise I'd be doing the uh, the Kraken in uh, DTP. Yeah. So the Miss, yeah, the Tennessee River is tough this time of year, and and Watts Bar is extra vodka soda water lime. That's been kind of my go to cocktail when I'm traveling, Lauren. So I can feel you there. that a boy. Looks like brown baits. Uh making some baits All right here so we got Ooh did Bobby Lane have a really oh no he's right there so that's going to put Bobby Lane in really good position with you know as long as he doesn't bomb at the Ozarks he's going to be right in the mix when it goes to the last tournament of the year for making it back to the elite so this is this is big that he made the top 10 JT Tompkins he's leading the points so he's almost certainly going to be Leading the points again. Trey McKinney up there. So there's a lot of familiar names catching them. I think Lambert is, I don't think he's doing very well in the overall points. Uh, Brent Cannon was up there, so that's going to work for him. Um, John Suckup having a good tournament, trying to get some momentum back after a bad elite series. Uh, Adam Rasmussen won the Wheeler event. He's from Minnesota, which he did really well on Wheeler. Which is Tennessee River. Now he's doing well in Watts Bar. So uh, maybe that's his jam. Let's see. Uh, Casey Scanlon. Chad Warren. That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Charlie Hartley. Destin to Marion. Former Leaf Series. Get some notifications here. Ooh, Panger. 58th. 58th not quite a check <clears throat> so what it took to get the top 40 got a check logan parks 1811 so nine and nine and a half pounds a day got you paid i don't know if there's any i, I don't know i haven't seen uh what's his uh youtube's and mr milliken did i miss that one did i scroll by it already Good old Lucas Pagosian. killing life. Got five fish over two days. Excuse me, downaways. Hatton says, "What's up, Hatton? Are you uh, you're not? Are you fishing the semis, Tony?" Flash Butts, one of the best names in uh, fishing. Brock Belick, he's like a Nebraska, South Dakota guy. Must have missed it. So here, control F, Mill, 83rd, not completely a bomb, but that's definitely going to leave the door open for some people to, to make some make their way into the top uh, 10. Tuma was up there, where'd he, so 50, so he had a pretty good day one, fell off a little bit. One more keeper would have been a long ways. You know, that would have put him right on the uh, the check with one, you know, another, they 15-inch minimum, so a pound, pound, and a quarter. Uh, You know, yeah. That would have given him right at 18 pounds, or 19 pounds, he would have been right at the check. So, uh, yeah. Milliken's 14th in AOI, so now he has to make up some ground. I don't know, did Matty fish this one? I think he's in Hawaii. Yeah, he didn't fish this one. There you go. Toyotas, there you go. Good luck down there. Lake of the Ozark should be fun. Oh, shot 22nd, panger 41st. Bobby's up to 21st in AOI. You can make up a few more points tomorrow. He can't really lose much tomorrow. I think he was in 5th or 6th there. So, you know, he you know, puts a top 50 on the board at Ozarks and then top 10's Harris Chain. Is that where they're going? That should put him right there. So what do you think will win the... Is that Ozark tournament? Yeah. Uh that's tough. I mean 225 guys. I don't really you know, and I don't know the locals that are not or not getting in, so that's really tough to say. Um Yeah. But uh I don't really have the the, the the open field memorized nor all the locals that'll get in that event. But uh you know, might be a plopper topwater type event uh no it's uh next weekend rusty so i'm gonna be going down the prefish wednesday thursday friday and then september 23rd 24th on prairie sheen is my tournament any guesses what's in the box i like a fair amount of packing material in there 2024 Castledine Classic, he wins. Does he fish in all three of the Centrals? Lake Conway. Don't know what Lake Conway is. Jerk baits. Glider. Scanlan should definitely have a good tournament. He's he's very strong in the Ozarks for sure. All uh, right. But <laughs> all right, so things are shaping up. They don't. Do they do the AOI standings? Conway is near to Haro. Oh, being drained for repairs. Interesting. Had not heard that. Well, that could be good. If it's down, it gives you that new lake effect. Usually when lakes come back, I think Cumberland had to be drained away back to work on the dam. And that's been a really good fishery. So, you know, it's going to suck short-term, but long-term, that's probably going to be pretty good. Looks like the uh, points are updated live here, I think, for the open EQs. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be on uh, FS1 tomorrow too. The. Uh... Are you ready to read? No, we are not yet ready for that. So JT Tompkins still in lead. Kenta, who's already in. John Carrot's basically in second. So this will go down to ten. So Brent Cannon is basically the last guy in. Nania, Jamie Bruce, the Canadian, Matt Henry, Keith Tuma, Robert Gee. These are your. But so Jacob Bigelow tied with Brent Cannon for the last spot to get in right now. Milliken and 14. So Milliken's 20 points back. Logan Park in the mix. Sam George. There's Bobby, twenty-first. So nine seventy-nine to nine thirteen. So that's sixty-six points in two tournaments. High Rock, isn't that where uh, Fritz won his classic High Rock? Does that sound right? All right, it's almost time to open this box. We got a quick word from the old Dream Team. Then we're gonna see what's inside the box because I have no idea. Next home purchase or refinance, Supreme Lending's Dream Team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process from pre-qualification to closing. We have a wide variety of home loan programs in our tackle box, including down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer options. You can ask Halabas; he trusted us to help finance his home. Contact the Dream Team today by searching "Supreme Lending Dream Team" or click the link below in the description or scan the QR code on your screen. Right on. Actually, my buddy Aaron actually texted me about going up to fish my lats. So, uh, Kershaw and Brower won on High Rocks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. So, uh, seven a.m. on SS one. What did you get, Rich Seventeen at Omnia? Anything good? I've been kind of good. I haven't, uh, haven't, I haven't, haven't ordered in a minute. Key fan, what's up, my brother? It's a good reminder. Doesn't uh, you can always hit the like button. Just tap it gently. We don't need to smash or break anything. All right, Brian says, open it, open it, open it. All right, so we will open it. I might try to watch some of that FS1. Maybe I'll put in the the Mega three hundred and sixty on. Uh, so uh, it's uh, from Brian Kastorzak, but I feel like that was just like a pit stop. But I'm not sure. Actually, I might have to put this Arsenal Scissors in my boat, because in the last tournament, up on uh, uh, Alexander, I was goofing around on the front deck and I dropped my Battle Braid Scissors in the water, too deep to worry about it during a tournament, still got my uh, Covert Scissors in the boat, but I kind of missed my battle braid. we right. The anticipation. Make sure I don't miss anything here in the, uh, the chat here. Cuckoo. We've got some bubble wrap. see here mm-hmm. okay but we have some undisclosed things in pink e- bubble wrap here so the first thing we have is a kira frog jackal frog so i'm guessing this is from brian in the red color it's a cute little guy i feel like it's a little smaller than i would normally throw I've never thrown this. Does this hold up to, like, like you know the hooks that I just put down in the guy's neck? You know, with 65-pound braid and a heavy rod? Will these hooks hold up to that? That would be my question. Debo? do you know? How good are the hooks on the care Frogs? Yep. Uh, I think Milliken definitely still has a shot. He's only 20 points out. He needs to, I think, two top 40s Millikan would be in, so I wouldn't count him out yet bbc's back Uh, i think bobby is trending the right way he is definitely going to give as long as he doesn't have a real bad tournament at ozarks he's going to be in position to make a charge at harris no berkeley dime yet frowles pretty light wire softer heavy rod I've heard much about this, but I have jumped right out of the package. This is a little guy. I feel like I'd have to throw this in like a 734. I don't see myself throwing this in a 735. A great little pond frog. Little guy. It's a cute little guy if you can tell all right and then another one and a uh, so this one is called uh, red frog very imaginative name this one is black gill which uh, also looks pretty cool did I get the new mustad hooks yet no I was there looking at those that, uh, from iCast? Are they out? I haven't seen them. I like the color of this one. It's kind of black, purple, and blue. That's a cute little guy. I like the color of that one. So, like the hook seemed to... I feel like that weight definitely cuts into the gap a little bit. I'll have to try them. Little guys, little bit of will, guys, Deevers. What do we have here? Huh. This appears to be a brown bait custom, nice original packaging. I like the reusability on this packaging a little BBC. It's got a little signature on there. So we've got a silent three-hook walking bait and kind of a almost like a bonish wood grain. Interesting. Very cool. A little kind of a subtle shad spot there. Just a, like a hint of color on the chin there, almost like a, that a little bit of chartreuse slash orange right on the chin there? Very faint. Kind of a natural bait fish color. Thank you. Have to, might have to throw this because topwater season will be in effect. Um, is this like a one of one? How many of these are in existence? Brendan, what else we got here? Looks like a, potentially a rearrange. Little gold orange pearl. This bubble wrap is sealed. We're re-entering with the uh, the battle braid here. A one of one. Can you recreate it if it's the best topwater ever? Like, if I go up and just smash them, can it be recreated? Is it hand-carved? Is there a template? Is there, like, a scan? What what do we know about this? That's kind of cool. This looks like a like a, uh, is that a regular MR. Uh, that's an MR. The Rearrange MR looks like in kind of a... Oh, like a custom kind of gives me crappy vibes kind of gives me oh like a baby northern maybe baby pike two of two 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 is that uh some of tk's work maybe look like a little pike. All right, can be made more. I have not seen the Maverick in person. This is a custom uh, that is not original jackal paintwork. All right, it's called Payback. It's a baby northern park, northern pike from TK. That's really cool. Thank you guys so much that'll definitely uh, get thrown although there it went sometimes these uh jackals uh they stick but when you cast them like they actually they do work so very nice sexy lots of sexy fun stuff but wait there's more we got a BBC XL T-shirt here from Brown Bait Company. This is kind of like the uh, the mail bag. It's like kind of a a blue. The Brown Bait Company established 2021. It's a cool shirt, Brendan. Feels like a decent quality cotton shirt, I believe, made by the printcraft, if I'm not mistaken. I will be brutally honest, Brendan. Don't you worry. I think that's just uh packing material down there. Well, thanks a lot, guys. That's super awesome. I definitely uh Put some hooks what size hooks would you recommend have you thrown them have, did you throw it at all did you put any hooks on it like did you test the lock, or am i like doing like the very first and only test of this <laughs> south jersey All right, we're going to shut this down because uh, nobody's watching this. Uh, yes, tested it with hooks. I think I used fives or sixes. Okay. Yeah, where's my thank you note, guys? I'm used to getting thank you notes. <laughs> i don't see i'll maybe uh be able to test that here if nothing else maybe i could throw some hooks on it and uh just go throw it in the, the neighborhood pond and just see how it walks won't get bit although i there might be a couple baths in there i can maybe neither confirm nor not confirm that uh people can put their own baits on hooks on Alright, well, that was if it was in the box. Kind of excited about that. A little baby pike. that me a good lake jerk bait. No jerky either. No, no, no jerky guys. Come on. Good points. Good points. Did he change his name? South Jersey bait reviews. I didn't even pick up on that, Gee fan. That is way easier to remember than South Jersey Fisherman 9617438.7C. So, I like it. I still would have put spaces in it. I wouldn't have all put it together like that. But. So, if you guys want some of uh, Brendan's handiwork, I believe you just what? Uh, slide into his DMs on the, the IG, the Instagram at Brown Baco. And, uh, he can make you some custom creations. It says like that. Thanks Brian and Brendan for your collaborative box. Much appreciated. Give it a test them out. I just got a DM from Gators Adventures and he just bought an XP 735 Dobbins. He's going to test it out tomorrow. Just speaking of sliding into people's DMs. Yeah, where's TK? And he must got that boy on a short leash, making him watch the uh, Kardashians every night this week. So that was within the box. Now, what are we going to talk about? Mm. So, I got tournaments coming up next couple weeks. We've got the TVF semis. So my last chance to make a national tournament is there. Um, and then a couple weeks after that, we got the last team event of the TBF team trail. We are second in points by one single point. Uh, so basically, if we win, pretty sure we win the points. So we're going down to Winona, Michael and I. Uh, And uh, so, you know, a couple river derbs with things on the line, hopefully throwing a whole lot of walking baits and poppers and moving baits and and, and power fishing on the river for smallies and largies. Uh, What did you get for a new boat? Tell us more. Tell us more. Nate M., I do not think anybody, I don't think the tour level... Or any significant money organization is banning front-facing zoner anytime soon or ever. But that's my opinion. Aaron, I have not looked at the Toyota Series schedules yet. But we could go look them up. We have the power of the internet. Let's see here. He got the new design and new hull of a 2023 Nitro Z21 XL. Congratulations! That sounds like a sweet arse ride. Um. Oh, I gotta tell. So, I put, in the thumbnail I put the box on my steps. Um, but my wife wants to know the truth. She wants me to share the truth she said that box was wedged into our mailbox like this is a pretty good sized box like our mailbox is not this big it was forcefully put in there she said it took her several minutes to dislodge it from our mailbox and she wants to know that there was a lot of blood sweat tears and other things that went to get in that box out of the mailbox and she just wants to know that that make that perfectly clear perfectly well known and she is the true hero of this stream tonight. Um, so there was a lot of a uh, lot of work to getting in that box by a lot of people. See, I think limiting transducers and the total inches of screen is maybe the answer. That's what I would recommend, but we'll see. Ninety Day Fiance. Um, I might just bop out by the house because I'm going to probably go down to pray to Shane for five straight days starting Wednesday. So I might stick close to home. Might take in a loons game with my daughter tomorrow night. Um, you can definitely highlight somebody's name. That's definitely not. It's definitely in good taste. There's nothing wrong with highlighting somebody's name if you want to do that. It's not automatic. You have to actually spell their name exactly right or put the at in front of it and then it will highlight their name all right now to make sure we got that uh schedule events view all see schedule 2024 so we'll start with the central i'll let her know there was lots of praise for her efforts if she's not watching. Sometimes she likes to sneak in and watch, and then she uh, lurks, rarely says anything. All right, so central Toyota schedule Lake Gunnersville in February. That should be uh, like a jerkbait trap, flat sided crank around the grass. Pretty good heavyweight tournament, maybe an A rig. Then you got Smith Lake in Alabama early April I bet you that's kind of spawn centric there largemouth will probably play but spots will also be very you know I think you'll see me mostly spots but I wouldn't be surprised if it was one with largemouth and then Lake Chickamauga early May that should be beginning of ledge season but Chickamauga is weird there's kind of like there's late spawners there they keep that water down until it comes up they don't really go so like J- John Cox almost certainly is going to be jackpotting this you know what you guys tell me when I'm not sharing the screen come on people um is brandon being inappropriate again that's inappropriate please all right so then we can look at the uh the northern Potomac, Champlain, so you got two uh, New York events. So we start at the Potomac in June. It should be like a Chatterbait Frog Fest. Then Champlain in June, which will be a smallmouth, what's the traffic cone called? Flogger event. And then late summer, St. Lawrence River. That'll be... You know, out of Messina, that's a big run to the mouth of the lake. So the river is definitely going to play more. So there will be some front-facing sonar, but you also see a lot of people doing, like, the drift fishing there as well. Um, but if you're a New York person, that's a very tempting, tempting schedule. The north can go to the other lakes but if they get the numbers then they're not going to go to other lakes plains division kentucky grand ozarks so kentucky in march that's an interesting time to go to kentucky they don't typically go there that time of year that's going to be a small fest probably pre-spawn though i think maybe early you know early spawn late pre-spawn early spawn grand lake right before just after the classic and lake of the ozarks in september pretty attractive uh division for somebody lives in my area it's not a ton of driving it's a decent amount of driving hatton are you fishing the central toyota's again next year what do you think of the schedule and then we've got the, but there's a lot of divisions. Southern, Okeechobee, Harris Chain, Santee Cooper, very friendly to the southeast. Santee Cooper in September, all right. Southwestern, Rayburn, Toledo Bend, Ufala, Oklahoma should be some good derbs good times of the year that one's compact they're going to get the whole schedule in pretty quick there then you got the western presented by tackle warehouse clear lake in march Havasu in may california delta in june also very compact schedule and the championship will be in wheeler lake in november All right, so you're going to mix in the uh The central and the plains. Frank's not having a good day. There's always tomorrow, Frank. There's always tomorrow. We've never been on Chickamauga. I guess we could look at the BPT schedule over here. We haven't really talked about that. They don't even have it displayed. That's hilarious. So we've got to go to the... All right. So you got uh, Toledo Bend. So they're starting in Texas as well. that's early that's definitely a pre-spawn that's late winter pre-spawn toledo bend <clears throat> should be a big weight tournament there then you got santi cooper also probably a pre-spawn so that's a little earlier than a lot of the events we see on santi cooper that could be interesting then they got the uh the Redcrest at lay lake so beeswax creek like dale hollow i like that they've had bfls and toyota's and stuff at dale hollow this should be an interesting event to watch hopefully it's early enough in the year where it's not completely dominated by front-facing sonar then you follow oklahoma so we've kind of seen i think they went there last year or is that just the where the tag warehouse invitationals that was the invitationals so everybody's going to Ulafal oklahoma it's like the, the trendy place to go now Um, and then Kissimmee in May, that should be a fun event, being there in the summer. Uh, most people say that Florida actually fishes better in the summer than it does when they go there in the, uh, the springtime. Then the Showin River, which I think somebody said that, uh, Rusty says we could see a dirty 30 on the Showin, especially if they run to the Roanoke. So kudos to them. Brand new stop. June. Should be fun. About the same time that uh, the Toyotas are at the uh, Potomac. And then the James. So we back it up with another tile fishery. And then one smallmouth stop up north. So I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, both tours limiting the number of smallmouth events and reducing them this year. And I think that's kind of fan driven. Uh, I'm guessing that is due to ratings and viewership going down on smallmouth front-facing sonar extravaganzas. It's the other Ufala. This is Oklahoma Ufala, not Alabama Ufala, Tim. All right, so now we've touched on the uh, the schedules. We talked about the elite schedule last week, right, didn't we, with... Tilo? Pretty sure I did. Roanoke is just south of the Chawan, but it's across a sound that can get really rough if it's windy. Which, though Rusty, I would assume they're gonna do the trailering rule. That's what they do on all the Great Lakes. So if they have a trailering rule like PPT normally does, then that's gonna be a non issue. what other anything else that we want to talk about tonight uh all the uh mlf and bassmaster fancy fishing winners should be notified all the super k gift cards went out i think there's one year-end bassmaster winner that i haven't heard back from for Drain the Lake, potentially. Still for their uh, ChattyBoys.com prize. I have not talked to Gary about a uh, XP refresh, but I have been thinking about reaching out to him to have him lined back up uh, in the future. Yeah, but then, yeah, I guess if they're, if they have a short list of chambers that already have money kind of in line then it'd be interesting to get the members polls but uh uh yeah do i think kvd will come out of retirement in the next five years Eh, that's a great question i'm not sure i mean it's definitely fishing heavy hitters and red crest next year but uh, after that It's hard to say. I know... I don't know. I guess... We'll see. It doesn't do much good to speculate. (laughs) That's the tricky thing with limiting transducers. That will be a tricky rule to... write, to make it enforceable, and to make it consistent... (laughs) Uh, you know, is a 360 a front-facing sonar? Is a front-facing sonar shooting towards the bottom or shooting off the side of your jack plate? A front-facing sonar, like I don't know. I think they'd have to limit the total number of transducers in a boat, maybe. But that's gonna be tricky and then people are probably just going to like do the bare minimum on their 2D's and limit other ones so they can do more. I mean, is it really a problem if a person puts live side shooting trans live transducers if he's going to get rid of their right like, traditional scan side scan? I don't know. To me, I think the easier thing is just to put a cap of around 50 inches of total screens. Um maybe it's like limit the number of transducers off your trolling motor um yeah but defining front facing can be and then if a new technology comes out that's the thing is like you're trying to like chase down something you don't know where the technology is going um kbd would be eligible for a legend exemption but he would have to be interested in taking it and bassmaster would have to be interested in offering it so i think for the most part they should be able to do what they want and use what they want but i do think at some point there should be a cap on the amount of electronics i don't think we should limit any type but i think total like you know i think there was something in some ways that but like Bass boats are already, like, you know, a fully rigged tournament boat is right around $100,000 for a, you know, BPT Elite Series person. And I think, do you really need more than four 12-inch graphs on a boat? Honestly, like, I think to cap that and kind of, like, ripple back through the boating a little bit to kind of, like, stabilize boat prices, I think capping the total inches of screen makes sense to me. So that's just my take. Uh no, I was not at those casinos, but I did hear a lot of people complaining about those casinos. Better late than never, Michael Bradley. Um yeah, I don't think I don't think they're getting rid of front-facing in tournaments. Don't see it. um i don't know that see that's the thing travis is like you know would you you know some guys might prefer to have three 16 inch screens some guys might prefer to have four 12 inch screens some guys might prefer to have five 10 inch but then cost wise right that total inches of screen is kind of capped whereas like we're getting to the point now where there's guys with like literally like five 16 inch screens on their boat maybe maybe more like that's just getting to be crazy um in my opinion, like I have three tens and a 12. Kind of wish I had two tens and two 12s, but four 12s is like, you know, two and two, or one 12, and then three 12s up front, or a 16 on the dash, and, you know, two tens and a 12 up front. Like that is uh, plenty to work with. Yeah, there's too much money in electronics, and and if if they did make the silly decision to ban f- front-facing sonar on the the top level of the sport, then Garmin and Active Target and Hummingbird, they're going to shift their dollars, and it'll go to the crappie tours, it'll go to the guides that use front-facing sonar, it'll go to the content creators that are using front because they're going to keep selling them, so. that's not leaving right something like Darius, right you got a 16 and 212 so you've got 40 inches of screen add another 10 on that like why would anybody really need more than that didn't stop you from putting them on your boat though did it david (laughs) john cox is an outlier he's a freak and if they banned front-facing sonar nobody would watch randy block anymore so that's your act. Hard, see that's where i wish i had one more 12. i wish my act my uh, my garmin front-facing was a 12 instead of a 10. But i have not i've seen the ntb screens like at a distance or at boat shows i've never played with them, never been in a boat that has one and that's fine if somebody wants to expand those screens to have one 20 inch screen up front, that's fine. But then they are limited to how much more they can use in the rest of the boat. I mean, we might see guys put three giant screens up front and then just have like a little tiny, you know, a little five inch mapping screen on the, the dash. I don't know. And at least it would be some creativity versus everybody just running five or six gigantic screens. And then actually some of these boat videos would be interesting because they actually would like they could rig them in creative ways and talk about how they would do things and you know maybe they would actually swap things out, right? Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna swap this out and I'm gonna run my 360 for this event, or I'm actually taking the front facing sonar off this event because I'm actually, you know, this is more important. Uh Yeah, NTB like an aftermarket NBT has an aftermarket screen that hooks into your screen and reprojects it on a bigger screen. So <laughs> that's funny, Anthony. Uh uh, uh. I catching up on chat here. But just uh, honestly, so actually this past weekend I went out and I uh spent four or five hours on the lake during the Vikings game. It was beautiful. It was like the only one out there, it was amazing. And uh I spent time getting reps with the Garmin and uh And uh I spent a lot of time looking around. I actually spent some time sniping some crappies with a little crappie jig. Just kind of get those reps in. You know, if you can throw a little 16-ounce crappie jig with a little boot tail and you can track that on your your graph, it's pretty easy when you go to a bigger bigger bait. And then I finally uh, got around where I could see some stuff move around in the grass. And I caught a five-pounder on a drop shot. And then I caught like a three and a half on a chicken jig. It was interesting because I could kind of see the sunfish and I could see those bigger blobs moving around on the grass. And uh, I couldn't get them to go on the drop shot of the Nico. And then I slow rolled that big chicken jig over it and they came right up out of the grass and smoked it. Um, But then when I threw back in there, like the first time I threw in there, I felt one bump it. And I kept it going and bumped it again. And then, like, the third one locked it up. Um, And then I caught, like, a four-pounder on a Nico rig that slid off by himself. And this was, like, it took a while. It took me, like, this probably all happened in, like, 20, 30 minutes. So it was, like, kind of like cat and mouse in the game, in the the grass with these fish. And I threw the chicken jig back over that. They had, like, regrouped up on the grass. And one smoked it. It was, like, a four-pounder. And then... I think I caught one more on the drop shot. Um that was kind of floated out again, like the other one. It kind of went out and went rogue away from the group, and I saw him off on a bear spot and I caught and that was like a two and three quarter. So I had like five for like nineteen and a quarter. Could not get another four pounder to get there, three and a half, four-pounder to get to that twenty-pound mark. But it was a fun little, little afternoon, little sesh. Uh it's a different game. Uh Trying to catch a largemouth, or find and catch a largemouth around the grass, and using front facing than it is like on like on Alexander in the smallmouth lake. They were you know out ro- roaming around. You could see him much easier. Um, not throw not fishing the throwback swimbait tournaments. I just don't have time with being gone all next week. It just doesn't make sense. Um, are so saying the Helix fifteen was hard on your lithium? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's not exactly I mean it's probably an hour and a half from my house. It's not like it's just down the road. I have some other obligations. Got to, you know, uh do I go to the swim bait tournament or do I focus on the tournament where I can qualify for the TBF National Championship? I prioritize the tournament that I can make the TBF National Championship. The swim bait tournament would be fun. It doesn't fit into the life balance of all the things I have to do. All right. We've got about 20, 25 minutes left here, and then we're going to have a little intermission before the members live. We're going to do a little watch party at 930 Central Time tonight. I see lots of members lurking around tonight, so that's cool. What other questions you guys got that we did not cover? Could have won all sorts of prizes for showing up. Um, I am not aware, Travis, of anywhere where they publicly share the viewership numbers with the attorneys. Now, based on the bilge podcast, they said there was some angler outreach from the Bassmaster staff to certain anglers to get their opinions on front facing sonar. So they are talking about it. Um to me, the biggest thing they can do is schedule to limit front-facing sonar so if you look at all the polls that i've done other people have done for the most part the majority of people don't dislike front-facing sonars they dislike the way that tournaments currently cover events dominated by front face. they don't like watching them in their current so the first thing bbt and Bassmaster need to do is come up with better ways to cover the tournaments if they're going to be dominated with front-facing sonar, whether it's showing more screens, picture-in-picture, picture, better camera angles, doing other things. La da da da. They got to they got to come up with better ways to cover them, give the viewers more interesting things to watch. Then, schedule-wise, which is a little tricky because they plan out schedules multiple years in advance, but they need to interject more river tournaments times of the year where front facing sonar will not do- dominate as much uh so scheduling can be a powerful tool to limit uh, and put a cap on front facing sonar now, i mean it can play anywhere but you obviously know that like you know champlain it was like literally if you weren't doing it you weren't in the top 50 whereas yes okeechobee was one on it but most of the rest of the top 10 were not using it right um uh, And then the third thing is, I think capping the total screen or just putting some kind of like limiter, you know, uh, you know, it's like there's a reason we don't use baseball bats that are as big around. We don't use, you know, bowling balls the size of uh, beach balls. There's limits on goalie pads, right? Like, you know, do we want to get to the point where we're running 26 foot saltwater boats with, you know, 174 inches of electronics, right? Like at some point it does make sense to limit some of the tech and put some specs around it. That's kind of a normal evolution of a sport. Uh, Yeah, Brendan doesn't know, but he's too young to know life balance. Sabine wasn't good. There was a, a high catch rate it was tight. It was interesting. Um, you know, uh, even in one of my polls, a lot of people said they would rather watch a Sabine grinder than watch a smallmouth uh, front-facing event. All right. Chris Rust, the missed alert. Fishing a tournament tomorrow. Small man mid lake, low visibility, and some flooded timber. Mid-70s temp, temps. What are three baits you'd have tied on? Assume there's shad there. I think I would have a hard time not having a bladed jig on. Uh, We do not have a lot of these types of lakes. And then I would say, you know, a jig or a Texas rig, depending on what your confidence is or what you feel is better. Chris, do you have Dizzle as your avatar? That's creepy. Um, did you lose a bet? Third bait. Probably a finesse bait. Drop shot, Ned rig. Probably Nico if it's a lot of timber. You know, a finesse rod of your choice. So bladed jig to cover water, texture sig slash jig for you know, power fishing around it and then a finesse rod. Rusty says frog, jig and swim bait. No shad, bluegill and crappie. All right, well then just adjust your, I still think those are all good baits and I would just go more, you know, bluegill slash crappie pattern on my chatterbait and less white and chartreuse. It's not the NFL top-toed, but the better the viewing experience we have, the more viewership, the more numbers, right? So, um, but I think the, the thing is, like, I think they're seeing a drop-off on events that are smallmouth front-facing stone are dominated. So, even though the viewership's not uh, already not massive when it drops off significantly, then that is uh, expensive for them. You know if there was only a channel that did videos and alerts to make sure you didn't miss your lineup somebody should do that michael did not order any panoramas from six cents um i throw the minnesota rig in minnesota at times which is a one hooked rig i might throw a little bit on the river this fall uh yeah i think a buzzbait or a walking bait in the morning is good uh, yeah. Play the jig jig later. That for sure. That makes sense. I have a, a, we did really well throwing the Minnesota rig for smallies in October last year. I've dabbled with the chicken rig, the chicken jig. Or are you talking about the chicken rig? Oh, chicken rig. So you're talking about like the little, like the Texas rig Nico chicken rig? I mean, I will throw a Nico rig at times. If you're talking about the chicken jig, I have thrown it in tournaments, but I've never caught a fish in a tournament. But I've had some... I haven't caught a ton of fish on the chicken jig, but the three or four that I've caught have been very good in size. Yeah. Um, But I'm building confidence in it and getting a better understanding of when and how to use it, so I'm more equipped to use it in the future uh, in tournaments. I've thrown the new Vixen a little bit. Seems solid. Um, Still small sample size. It seems to pass the the sniff test for me. Uh, Seems like a good bait. Vikings playoffs, not playoffs. Probably not playoffs at this point. We didn't do anything to address the offensive line. That's a problem. Yeah, sorry for not going on Wednesday. Sorry, Kyle. We didn't go on Wednesday. Hmm. Anthony says he punches up north with a chicken rig. We're gonna pretend I didn't even see that bass assin. Boy, you guys are having some nerdy bait talk. I mean, they can still rally, but there's definitely some flaws, so they got to write the ship here pretty quick. I know, I think once you hit 0-3, your chance of making the playoffs goes down to a very small, small, small percentage. But I don't really watch the bikes until the water freezes, if I'm being honest. um, I think it's mostly the sound difference. I think the Gen 2 Vixens action wise are not that much different than the ones or the threes i think it's mostly sound there could be some ever so slight action differences but i believe it's more sound driven why do companies advertise all these baits that i cast and then make them unavailable until october november i don't know i don't know doesn't make sense to me either rusty Um, Kyle, it's a combination. It's not just the front-facing sonar. There was already, you know, when when bass would go up north for two or three events and they're smally fishing, there was already a fairly significant amount of disdain by a certain amount of the population. I definitely see some of the comments on my social media and YouTube videos that people people in texas and louisiana and alabama and places like that do not relate to watching people throwing ned rigs and hair jigs on six pound line for smallmouth uh so that you know if they see it once they're probably okay with it but by the second or third event they are completely over it and then when you now compound that with Front Facing Sonar, where people aren't even casting and you have four guys on the screen all staring at their screens and nobody's casting on live, that just compounded it. So it was already an issue to some degree. Um, and Front Facing Sonar is making it worse, I think. And the fact that like this year we had three Smallmouth Northeast tournaments, which is a third of the schedule. And if you look at the demographics of bassmaster that's probably over representative so i don't know 78% of bassmaster's membership is probably in the southeast so to have a third of the uh tournaments in the north northeast probably isn't the right move i could totally take, block it in a frog tournament 100% so why don't they ship them during the show so that they hit the shelves the week after <laughs> so backlash pro also right up there with uh, dadbot angler backlash pro is one of my favorite screen names First. I mean, there were probably more people that would relate to a night tournament than the Wood Northern small mall tournaments. Ooh, Popeyes chicken sandwich. Do they have Popeyes in Canada? That seems illegal. Blockett versus Rick Clinton arm wrestle. I think Blockett keeps in pretty good shape. Uh, so I think it now can take Rick Clun. Back in the day? Yeah, about that. clen probably got that old man strength, but I think Blockett's probably got him right now. You know, Blockett's gotta carry on all those kids he's got, so but like uh you <clears throat> said that'd be fun to watch. Are you talking about Block It versus me in a frog tournament? Or are you talking about a night tournament? I bet you a lot of guys would think a night tournament would be cool one time, but if you did three of them in a row, people would get bored with it real quick. <laughs> Spinnerbait arm. Oh, Noodles and Company. You see, are you like a mac and cheese noodles and company kind of guy? Or do you get like the Korean stuff? Or what, what's your choice, Brian? Plus, Randy would be probably trying to throw that Megabass Big Gabo, and I'd smoke him with a Spro. <laughs> Randy's forearms are juiced from clapping back to all the haters on his social media platforms. Oh, Brown Bake Company making special brownies. That's what he's doing with all that late-night extracurricular cash. He's reinvesting in his brownies. They do not have a maple syrup chicken at the Canadian Pop. That's disgusting. Shut it down. Oh. That was Kyle mocking Frank. Never mind. I thought that was Frank typing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You nailed it, Rich. BBCTHC. It's a thing. It's absolutely true, Bass assassin Randy knows exactly what he's doing. Where are my brownies? Brian, did you eat my brownies that Brian that uh Brendan sent? So there wasn't any brownies in the box. If you sent some, Brendan. Where are my brownies? Why am I not fishing the City Auto Glass Deal Malax? Oh that's a good question. Because I don't fish Malax that much and Something about measure tournaments, team tournaments, kind of weird me out. Fishing for big money, if I'm being honest. Uh, and it's just uh, only so many derbs I can fit in with all the other things I got going on. Got a daughter playing JV and varsity high school soccer. Other kids doing volleyball, all hockey, all kinds of things. I knew it. That would explain why Brendan's so chill, and he laughs all the time. It's exactly what a person that eats, eats special brownies would say. Oh, you fishing the, uh, that's another tournament I'm missing. So the next weekend is the the Battle of the Bass Heads. It always fall, almost always falls on the uh, TBF semis. Cass Lake has good quality bass, but they're not everywhere. Um, you can spend a lot of time fishing really good looking water on Cass for bass and not get bit. But when you find them, they tend to be big. So, it can be a frustrating yet rewarding lake. It'll be interesting to see how it fishes with 50 boats. Could get a little crowded in places. Hope you get a good boat draw, Conrad. Well, then you should go fishing, Steve. No reason to be watching college football then. Well, good luck, Lauren. Hope you have fun at Cass Lake. Uh, Careful, Brennan. Words of advice from Anthony. Last time I had an edible, I ended up in the tub half naked with Taco Bell. It was a good night. I mean, any night that ends with Taco Bell in a tub is a good night. Sounds like you're Cree fishing went okay, Dave Sindrich, for the swim bait tournament tomorrow. Boat number six, use it wisely. Use it wisely. So we know that Brendan is a male dancing, THC brownie cooking mole, is what we know. Three things you're known for. I think it was just in the in the bathtub, not at Taco Bell. A serious question from Don G: What test floor cover to use on chatter? Actually, I've been throwing my chatterbaits mostly on fifteen-pound big game this year. But in the past, I usually threw it on 16 to 17-pound floral. What does TD stand for in TD minnow, and why doesn't Omnia carry them? <laughs> Is that the Iowa or the Daiwa TD minnow? I'm not sure. South Jersey Bait Reviews, please answer Critical Gravy's question. <laughs> uh, When I throw the meniscus to rig, I typically throw that on 20-pound fluoro. Oh, the TD is Team Iowa. Oh, boy. Please do. I had another member reach out to me about some unsatisfaction of Omnia, and I got it resolved for them, so... all right we got about two three minutes here and then i need a quick break so i can get uh set up here if you're not a member and you want to see what the live watch party is all about uh you can join us it'll be fun uh it should try to auto direct you there i don't know how that's going to work to a member but uh should be interesting but uh i'll put a link in here for those interesting we we're gonna have a bio break i'll put a link in the chat for those that are interested in trying to join us but we'll have a members only watch party yeah i noticed that but keep testing it little rich sometimes they'll stop and start codes on certain things have a good evening anthony stop for thanks for joining uh, no they stop carrying a bait you really like i don't know uh heavy line because i guess i throw 20 pound you definitely could do a 20 pound big game i think when the 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 fish rushes in on an uh, a rig i think having the some stretch from mono or floral can be good um i think you can straighten hooks and just it, there's not any give in an a rig so having a little ri- give in your line can be good so i think you could go heavy mono heavy Floro, but that's my preference anthony's all fired up Uh, all right we're gonna wrap this up right now and take my bio break and be back in five minutes for the member live if you came in late enjoy the replay search hell on your favorite podcast app facebook youtube wherever you like the replay uh you know, do all the things with the comments and the the likes and all the stuff. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, as always, here to help you guys catch more Big Bass and suck less.